0: You're in the 06010. Fantasy Focus. Fantasy. Fantasy. Focus. Hello and welcome into Fantasy Focus. Today's show is presented by Geico. Switch to Geico and see how much you could save. Insurance can be hard. That's why Geico makes it easy with 24-7 claims. Service on the go policy info in the app. It is easy. To Geico, my name is Daniel Dopp. Back after a week-long hiatus at home, being sick. Here with my two best friends, Mike Clay and Phil Jates. How you guys doing? A question for you: yeah. When you say you were sick, yeah. were, you, were you sick of being around Mike and I? Because that would be a reasonable excuse to be away for a week. I was, I was sick and tired of being around you and Mike. Is uh, what it was. I just needed a break to now. myself for a yeah. minute, a little bit like a recharge my batteries. And now I'm back uh. after the Lions got a dub this week, so yeah. I'm ready to go. Oh,
1: That's what it was. It was uh, the embarrassment was. of the loss. It was Christian Watson having big game it just sent him down that's, that's what i was actually, like
0: that's all long like so you haven't been here
2: since before thanksgiving wow what a run for you it's been it's been a minute guys did it's you have to like did, you, did your id still work when you walked into
0: the I office tried to, i tried to actually get in yeah and they i had like, to what? call somebody security like old to walk out of video after he
2: got <laughs> traded by the jets where he walked up and it just like, didn't <laughs> yeah. work anymore. It's, it just doesn't
0: work so yeah. how is
1: how is puerto rico in uh in december wow. stop that's it nice. i was sick Late i was home the entire
0: time i had a bunch of tests i tell you what I slept, I took so many meds, I had so many fluids, I am ready to be back here at work. I can tell when you're over being sick, because it's like, I would rather be at work with my friends than continue to be home and on the couch, yeah. sleeping. I'm, I'm so over it. Well, so, I miss you,
1: bud. I'm here back.
0: to talk about football, yeah. I missed you guys, we got week 13, almost mm. fully in the books, we're going to dive into a bunch of the games here, we're going to start with a bunch of injuries. Uh, but yeah, I'm just happy to see you guys' also, face. Also, did you have a a new nail art as well? I did. Yeah, with? while I was while I was sleeping, my Say <laughs> so when you say when you've got 7
2: days straight of being on the <laughs> my couch, wife can Rosie come over uh some new took stuff. a little
0: cat. She made a little cat on my oh, uh, cat. Uh, thumbnail. Cool. what's so his I, name? Uh, his name's Jobin. This is my cat. He's only oh, a little one whisker. Okay, got it. You're, yeah. Oh, well, oh, right, but about so So anyways, let's dive into some football, guys. Let's do some things. All right, we're going to start with some injuries. Yep. Unfortunately, Derrick Henry went down, left early in the fourth quarter with a concussion. He actually looked really good, had two touchdowns in this game, looked fantastic. A couple things to note about this one. With him leaving, obviously, we're going to wait and see how long it takes him to progress through the concussion protocol. Mm. Game is a Monday night football game yeah, this is. week, so he gets mm-hmm. an extra day against the Dolphins, so we'll see if that works. If anything happens, obviously, Tajay Spears will just vault right up to an RB2, at least. Maybe I would assume. more.
1: Maybe more, right, Mike? Yeah, I mean, based on his usage yesterday now, uh, they only had two running backs active. Wait, so oh, yeah,
2: moreover, name what? a running back other than Derek Henry or Tajay Spears to rush the football this year for Tennessee.
1: None, I assume.
2: None? Yeah. Seriously? But yeah. I mean
1: he'll he'll have some help, I would assume. I don't There'll think he's gonna play ninety five percent of the snaps next uh next week, but he did get he did play sixty four percent of this game at sixteen carries and six targets. Uh so we don't know for sure if he's going to be a twenty touch guy, but it's certainly within the realm of possibilities and he's already played a big role this season, especially yeah. in the passing game so uh just tough matchup Miami six best against running back so far this season, so I would say yeah, I think r b two I think safely in r b two okay. if he's yeah. out. out like yeah. if. I mean, if he's on your waiver wire and you have Henry, I mean, even if you don't, but especially if you have Henry, that's yep. your fallback plan. You scoop up Spears and then you go into Monday night, and if Henry plays, you start him. If not, you start Spears.
2: He is on the on your waiver wire, by the way, in, in a lot of leagues. I mean 68%. Whenever I say that, people are like, What league has
0: a guy available? Mm-hmm. With, like Tajay Spears? Well, sixty eight percent of them on ESPN.com. So let's go ahead and give it a check at the very least. Yep. All right. We also had Ramondre Stevenson getting hurt in this one. Had a yeah. hip drop hip drop tackle, excuse me, uh, which was not great, unfortunately. Left in the first quarter with an ankle Man, injury. Yeah. It sounds like he might miss a couple weeks. We need to get a little bit more information on this. Let the MRI come back. Well, they play Thursday too, right? Yeah. Which, yeah the short week is not going to be in the projections when they drop. Yep. Uh, so so yeah. we saw Zeke take over in his yeah. place. Is he going to be the guy that you would go to if you, I can't imagine you would want to use Zeke I, in maybe fantasy. You can actually Zeke's been fine this year. I know the Patriots are just an absolute abomination
2: and mm-hmm. especially on no, actually only on offense because they're actually Their defense, on is defense not bad, right yeah. now. Do you guys see that stat? They've allowed 46 points over the last oh four my games. Gosh. The fewest in the NFL and they're Owen for Maybe the best defense the NFL. I mean, by unbelievable. points. It's That's unbelievable. crazy. they're so bad on offense. But Zeke actually has been a relative bright spot, like a star that you can kind of see like uh, from a distance here. So yeah, I will actually have Zeke in my top twenty-five of backs this week, assuming Ramondre Stevenson is out.
1: Yeah, I, I agree with you. Could even crack the top twenty. Uh played sixty-nine percent of the snaps nice. in yep. this game. That is a big time number, seventeen carries and five targets and ninety-two yards in the game. I thought most interesting though was I would have like when Stevenson went out. My assumption would have been okay. So Zeke will handle most of the carries and goal line work. Ty Montgomery will be yeah. the we'll passing be, yeah. down specialist. He had one carry and zero targets on three snaps. Yep. So uh, Jamichael Hasty was inactive in this one. I think he'll have a role in this one. I don't know if Zeke's going to play eighty percent of the snaps, but yeah. the fact that he was the primary pass catcher as well in this yeah. one. Gives me some hope for his uh, his fantasy stock. Neutral matchup this week coming up against Pittsburgh. I'm with you. Zeke is a guy that's going to be a starter uh, mm -hmm. in week
2: 14 lineup. I am so prepared to get hurt by Jamichael Hasty in week 14. Like either like picking him up in a super deep league, absolutely needing a running back, or like playing against him in some random league like Scott Fishbowl and be like, oh my god, Jamichael Hasty has four catches for 36 yards in that game.
0: Gross.
1: Yeah, he's he's going to catch a long touchdown, right? If you start They're Zeke, just will, that's out. how it's <laughs> going yeah. it, yeah. yeah.
0: I don't feel good about Zeke on Thursday Night Football. I don't want to play a Patriot on Thursday Night Football if I can yeah. help it. But listen, but it's all one of those injuries, situations. Exactly, yeah. with, we, running back is going to be thin, so you're going to have to make and some Connor's decisions. Connor's out, Brian, right?
1: You know, Washington, Arizona are on bye, so you don't have Connor. You don't have Brian Robinson. Oh, yeah, so like, stoked.
0: Like, we still have bye weeks when the fantasy playoffs are right at our doorstep. Dumb. Anyways, we'll talk about at least, that least it's later. Arizona
1: and Washington. That's true. It's not like you wanted to start Terry McLaurin anyway, so it's. Oh Thought he had a bye yesterday. Yeah, he kind of did zero oh, catches was brutal zero catches uh, well, for was, him and hollywood exactly. brown and did chris Godwin have no catches too he, i think he had, he had a touchdown on a, a run, run yeah exactly yes. oh. yeah wide Crazy. receiver man
0: all right let's talk about another running back here brian robinson seven for 53 they took on the dolphins right yep. seven for 53 before he got hurt he was basically one of the only bright spots for this commander's offense before he went out was replaced by antonio gibson and chris rodriguez they kind of split time between them this was just a tough one because the Dolphins just clearly had command of this game from the jump.
2: Hey, over the commander. Uh, no, no idea of the time frame here. And they go into a buy. So it's not like I can, t- I can tell you, you should be grabbing Chris Rodriguez this week because right. he's going to see 15 carries our next game. But if you have super, super good depth, uh, if you have some flexibility, I should say, Rodriguez probably will end up handling the most carries in that backfield if Robinson misses week 15.
1: Yeah, maybe they were seven to seven in carries between Antonio Gibson and Chris Rodriguez once uh, Robinson went out before those carries for Rodriguez were when they were just running out the clock late. Yeah. So it seemed like Gibson did have a little bit of an edge. He played uh, 30 snaps, Rodriguez 12. Uh, Rodriguez at seven carries, no targets. Rob, uh, Gibson in the game at 10 carries and five targets. So we know Gibson's going to be the primary pass catcher. That won't change. Yep. And I, I agree. I think the carries will be close. Wouldn't surprise me either way uh, if, if one one or the other led the way. But uh, you're right. It's not a major priority just because they're going into their bye week. But I would not be surprised if Robinson missed a game or two. So if Gibson's out oh, there in a great. shallow Thanks, league, would yeah. scoop him yeah. up. Rodriguez in a deeper league. It's not the worst thing to do with a bench stash right now.
0: Yeah, at this point, especially if you need somebody. A reminder, though, especially with this team, you said they're on a bye this week. So you won't get him until week 15. That's right. A part of that. Derek Carr also left this game early against the Detroit Lions in the fourth quarter with a right shoulder injury. That did not look great. It did not look fantastic, honestly. uh, Jameis Winston came in as a part of that. Helped be able to get Chris Olave over 100 receiving yards, which was nice. If you see Derek Carr missing any time in this offense field, how would you, with Jameis and Winston filling in here, how would you look at Alvin Kamara, Chris Olave, and these pass catchers? we just rename them Jamison Winston? (laughs) Did I do that? It's Jamison Williams and Jamison Winston. It's because they're in the same game. That's my bad. I gotta
2: be honest with you my confidence goes up in the pass catchers. Yeah. Except for Juwan Johnson, who also was on a bye yesterday. He had zero catches. Uh, But yeah, I mean, Chris Olave, like think back to the time that uh, Derek Carr got hurt prior and it was like Yolo ball from Jameis Winston. Mm -hmm. So my confidence goes up just a little bit, but uh, Carr did show us earlier this season. He's a fast healer. He left the game with that shoulder injury, ended up missing exactly zero games. Yeah, uh, I,
1: I hear you, but Winston's efficiency. So, far, granted it's a small sample. It's been atrocious. I don't like, care. He's completed about <laughs> half his passes, like five and a half yards per attempt. He's been bad so far. I, I just, I'm not the, starting James. The chance Jamis. for a big
2: play is way higher yeah. with James Winston. I guess so. But also higher.
1: playing Carolina, they just teams run against him. They don't yeah. throw. So uh, I don't know if I'm going to be super optimistic. I, I, by the way, I do think Carr will miss a game. I do.
2: I, Mike is put on his Stefania has so really really is. Brian Robinson might miss a game or two, Derek Carr might miss a game. I'm just game. reading Tea
1: Leaves and okay. you know, gotcha. uh yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah. Well, that's it's so fine. You
1: do the heavy lifting on that, but I'm all just, right, you know, yeah. I, look, I, here's the thing I already sent. I already uploaded projections for next week. An early run. I already sent out our, uh, an early look sort of at the projections to our team that writes the blurbs as well. So right. I have to make educated guesses on this stuff uh, based on the injury ooh, and the gotcha. news and the reports and all that kind of stuff. So you I'm, just, I'm just telling the person you what they're going
2: to The teacher for. forgot to assign homework. You're like, I'm sorry. Absolutely that, not. That was, no was, way. Miss Bell. Do we whoa, have homework?
1: Whoa, 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 whoa. Absolutely not. I was <laughs> going home. I wanted to do sports and write about sports and read the stats from the sports and watch the games and stuff right. way way off the I mark i didn't want to do know. homework i wanted to do uh, sports. in fact i would actually uh i was i went to college to be a math this really quick math teacher then i switched to journalism i like i'm essentially in journalism yeah. and i was the sports editor for the newspaper for, th- uh, for three years uh, I hated it because I couldn't write about sports for everything. Like, that's all I care about is sports. So sports. I had to write it. They were like, you have to write about whatever, the economy. I'm like, I don't want to write about it. I don't that. want to write I don't about, like about like that. Writing,
0: in this I economy? writing about
2: the economy? Exactly. <laughs> no way. I,
1: mean, I don't want to write about the economy. That's exactly
0: right. So no way off on that one. That's funny. And just to to make this clear, Chris Olave, 16 or more fantasy points in four straight games, been a top 10 wide receiver He's over awesome. the last month. He's been great. He's great. So yep. hopefully we just keep force feeding the ball, regardless of who was under center. Let's do it. Let's talk about the Dolphins here. Because Devon a. Chan returned in this one and Tyreek Hill, by the way, went off as well. So when you look at this, first off, Tyreek Hill, do you think he's going to hit 2,000 yards? Yes. Yes. I think so too. Yeah. I by the way, I,
1: I did the math on this last night on pace for 2,098 yards. The record is 1964. He needs to average 96.8 per game in the final five games
0: together. Okay. I am
2: betting on that happening. I, think I also, so too. how about this? Would you guys generally agree that the position that we think has the best chance to score the most fantasy points in a given week is quarterback, right? Elite course, quarterbacks. Yes. Tyreek Kill has five games with 30 plus fantasy points this season, wow. including another one yesterday. That is the same number as Jalen Hurts, Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, mm-hmm. and Lamar Jackson. Combined. Combined. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Combined. combined. Yeah, he's just at another level. It's unreal. He is. He's the unbelievable. He's the fantasy MVP in my estimation. And I think more so than any time that I can recall in the past decade, the conversation about the most valuable player in the NFL in a real world. Tyreek Hill needs to be involved in it. I understand that two has been exceptional as well, and they might sort of take away votes from each other, but Tyreek has been different this year. So sure good. has. Yeah. He's
0: been unbelievable. What do you think about Devon Achan coming back in this one? He looked fantastic. Great. 17 <laughs> carries, 73 yards, two touchdowns. It's hilarious. Go for it. You want to do it? Oh, I was just going to say,
1: like, the thing that was most interesting to me was uh, his workload was not limited at all. That was the only concern for me in this first game back. 59% (laughs) of the snaps, 17 carries, four targets. 61, okay. He had 20 touches in this game, scored two more touchdowns. And by the way, there was a touchdown for Raheem Mostert as well in this game. Yep, Um, His four full games. For each hand this season, Are you ready for it. In fantasy points. Yeah. How'd you have this as well? I don't have the fantasy. I have the numbers. Though. First, fifth, fourth, and second. Okay, so go ahead. you so take he's it from Terrible. It's going
2: to say twenty-two <laughs> touches, two hundred and thirty-three yards, four touchdowns. 51.3 fantasy points, 11 touches, 120 yards, two touchdowns, 27 fantasy points. He slacked this game, 12 touches for 165 yards and a touchdown, only 21.5 fantasy points. And then 20 touches, 103 yards, two touchdowns, 25.3 fantasy points. Yeah, oh I tweeted gosh. that sat
1: line yesterday and people were like, whoa, down game. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> it
2: really was. Yeah, it, it really, really was, was a down, a down game. game. <laughs> Unbelievable. Uh, I, I also think that like, it, it may just keep, keep on keeping on. We're so far into this season. There's not, there's not that many weeks left for it to fall off the rails. But Raheem Mostert was bailed out by a touchdown yesterday because Ooh, yeah. he now is up to a total of 21 receiving yards over his past six games.
1: It's exactly the stat I have in front of me. So same page. Oh, oh, wow. That's a concern. Yeah. So uh, Mike touchdown asked, bust asked so the so teacher forth.
2: for the homework and also copied, up copied another, off other kids' that's, that's right. Anything else things. you want to reveal right now?
1: No, that's that's all I got. Okay, yeah, you, you uh, just
0: keep insulting me, you know. Keep bringing it, bring it. <laughs> it's all it's all nonsense. I'm disappointed. Like at this point, we're all just out on Jeff Wilson Jr. I've been waiting for him to eventually not, become a thing in this he, offense, and factor. it's just like just not just not going to happen.
1: The only reason he'd be on your bench in like a 12 team league is insurance. Like, yeah, just because this offense is so good for running backs. Yep. If there's an injury, he could suddenly be a flex
0: option to either one, either guy. Totally, absolutely, dude. Shout out to Raheem Mostert being a 31 year old running back who has definitely had some injury histories. He's been fantastic. <laughs> And <laughs> Unreal. What I, thought. I mean, Never. Well,
1: imagine the odds Nobody. you could have gotten that in the offseason. Oh, 16, my gosh. Touchdown.
0: Unbelievable. Think about the like you just wait. Just don't even draft a running back. Just grab like David Montgomery and Raheem Moster in like the eighth and ninth round. Think about mm. how good you would feel in fantasy. Hey, you were on Monty. So. Uh, well, yeah, but I should have been on Raheem Moster is who I should have been on. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. So. Uh, all right. We're going to have more of our week 13 recap coming up in just a moment. Once we come back from this break. But first, Field, why don't you help us pay some bills?
2: I'm going to do that right now, Daniels. I'd tell you about Geico, but I can't find my library right here. Here it is. Home, auto, prize sports memorabilia. Whatever you need to protect, Geico can help help get you covered. And with the award-winning Geico mobile app, you can get 24-7 claim support and on-the-go policy access. It's easy to Geico. Go to geico.com today.
0: No matter what team you're rooting for, there's one thing we can all agree on. Football season brings us together. A connection like that deserves to be celebrated with a light beer that's just as great. And at just 96 calories a can, Miller Lite is the only light beer you'll want to celebrate with all season long. Because with a Miller Lite in your hand, football doesn't just taste great. It tastes like Miller time. From kickoff till the final whistle, you can't go wrong with a Miller Lite in your hand. It's the only light beer with a taste worthy of our national obsession. Because what's the point of having a beer if it doesn't taste like a beer? No point. It's only got 96 calories, 3.2 carbs per 12-ounce serving, with a smooth taste and a crisp, clean finish. You can get the taste you crave without the calories. So this season, crack open a light beer that hits your taste buds so hard you can feel it in your heart. It might even get you ejected from the game. Make it Miller time all season long. Get Miller Lite delivered right to your door. or Visit MillerLite.com FFF, or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer celebrate responsibly. Miller Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, 3.2 carbs and 96 calories per 12 ounces. All right, back here on Fantasy Focus. Field Jates, Mike Clay. My name is Daniel Dott making our way through the week week 13 recap. We got one last Monday Night Football game, but guys, we're looking at the Sunday games in front of us. And let's talk about the Rams. This one was Mm -hmm. interesting. Mm -hmm. I had a lot of reservations about Cooper Cup coming into this one because we have not seen him look like the Cooper Cup that we had known coming into the season. Right now, when you look at this, Puken Nakua, another fantastic game. Took a huge play right down the middle. Four catches, 105 yards and a touchdown. Cooper Cup, eight for 69, excuse me, eight targets, six receptions, but only 39 yards and mm-hmm. a touchdown. When you look at this offense, like what's going on here, Fields? You,
2: you want to go first, Mike? I'll go for you. Let me do the, you know what, you do the numbers. I'll give you the, uh, what I see when I watch okay, this
0: game.
1: So, I mean, Nakua, real deal. I mean, the guy awesome. just Looks continues awesome. to get it done. Yep. Uh, he had the long touchdown, was beat up in this game, and multi- he had cramps, and he had an injury. Yep. Kept coming back. My earpiece just keeps popping keeps off. Just yeah. keep going. Uh, six plus targets in all 12 games this season, seven plus in all but one game. You know, we, we, we've been kind of up and down on him when cup came back, and he had a, like a sort of mini slump in there. You uh, just keep starting this guy. He's a lineup block. He keeps getting it done, including in a tough matchup in yeah. this one. 139 yards and a touchdown. 18-plus uh, fantasy points in seven games this season, including two of his last three. So, again, it feels like they're like slumping a little bit as an offense, but he keeps getting the job done. So that's him. Uh, Cooper cut most targets since week eight in this one with the eight you mentioned. First touchdown since week six. Under 50 yards. In six consecutive games, so I am going to be consistently ranking Nakua ahead of Cooper Cup going forward.
2: But the question for me isn't whether you should be ranking Puka Nakua ahead of Cooper Cup anymore. That part's obvious. Puka Nakua, by the way, is somehow getting faster by the week as well. Yeah, like, right? may, and but maybe the reason why he looks so fast is that when you watch Cooper Cup right now, looks slow, mm-hmm. looks mm-hmm. slow, looks like a guy that's still out there dealing with something or a guy who prescribes to Mike's thoughts on age and was like, I turned 30. Now it's time for me to basically have to retire. (laughs) It's a shame for a guy that two seasons ago, two seasons ago was the very best player in fantasy football. We're going to talk about a guy in just a moment who was the best player last year in fantasy football. And Cooper cup just feels like he is a different, he's in a different phase of his career. I hope, hope that this is just the aberration and that between the preseason hamstring injury and the off season of light work, plus the ankle injury that all of this just in aggregate has led to Cooper cup, having a down season. And there's a chance for this to turn back around. Yep. Meanwhile, the Rams of course do as well because he now makes $29 million a mm-hmm. season does Cooper cup. But when you watch him, it feels like a player whose decline has reached. Even with a touchdown yesterday, he was saved by that. that was I huge. mean, 15.9 fantasy points for Cooper cup and I'm going to sound dramatic here right now, felt like a miracle yesterday. Yeah, It really did. Just if you watch the offense, it just does not look anywhere near. There were play, there are plays that for season upon season with Matthew Stafford and Cooper Cup, I guess two seasons together, felt like easy money. Mm-hmm. If you just called him on every single play, it would work, and they're just gone.
1: Yeah, I'm already dreading how to rank him next year. Like, if he's back in the same situation, is Cup is washed? Is he over the hill? Is he done? Or is he just not actually healthy this season? And he's missing a step and next year he's going to bounce back. I mean, I'm already dreading that. Yeah, back cool. Let alone the rest of the season. Not, not, right. not, yeah. not often that
2: happens. So yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a shame. It's a bummer. He'll probably be, you know, a top 25 consideration, maybe top 30 consideration this week when the Rams mm-hmm. play the Ravens, that game is all the way back in, in Baltimore. Baltimore, 1 PM mm-hmm. kickoff. Yeah. But uh, I, I hope that Cooper Cup can prove a lot of people wrong, but it feels like the days of Cooper Cup being a guy that you counted on to carry your lineup are behind us, at least for the rest of 2023. Yep.
0: He's not a lineup lock, right? At this point, like oh. it's okay to say if I've got another wide receiver that's just playing better than him, then I can like consider it. But some least. guys that have been rising up recently, that's fair.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think a 12 team leagues probably still is like, I, I'm with you. They're going to have to throw plenty in this game and the offense has been okay. So I'll still probably have him borderline. But that's the thing. And you're that, probably starting him. Most yeah, line.
2: but again, like the offense has been okay. It's been more than okay. It's been good, right? Like it's been good in spite of Cooper Cup's struggles for a player that two seasons ago was the best player in fantasy football on a pro game basis since Jerry Rice, like 28 years ago. Yeah, like, or more than that, thirty-eight years yeah, ago.
1: I, I'm with you, but when you have, we know we know his ceiling. We know that he had eight targets again in this <clears throat> in this game, and his target share has yeah. been really good. And it's an average scoring offense. Like you put all those together objectively, just for like an average player, and you're like, yeah, it's probably like a wide receiver. Close. Flex, it's, close. You know? yeah, it's close.
2: Yeah, it's close. It just be disappointing. Yeah,
0: yeah it's hard. hard it, is yeah. when you draft a guy as a first rounder, and all of a sudden he's now ranked as wide receiver 25. You're like, well, it, it feels twice as bad as what it normally does. So
2: I didn't draft Cooper Cup in any leagues in the first round because we did most waited. of our drafts yeah. later on Prove to be in the a preseason. Yeah. Yes. But would he be the biggest bust amongst players that were generally taken in round one when you think about it now?
1: If he what if he was not so. Like if you, got, if you
2: got him in that first round value, oh, uh, that's, that's bust, right? Not yeah, including well, up injuries, because I mean, yeah, yeah. the injury part
0: is tough, right? I
2: don't know, but who he, Amongst the injury guys, like who... So Nick Chubb, like I think that was a tough one. He, was, he, was, close. Fring, yeah.
1: Yeah, he yeah. was a fringe guy. That's fair. I mean, Jefferson was the first overall pick, and he's missed a huge chunk, but he was great fair. before that, yeah. so... All
0: right, but, let's yeah. talk about... Yeah, Let's. Uh, anyway. it's just it, frustrating. A, it stinks. But we talked about, like, the Rams were have basically been good, almost in spite of Cooper Kapuka has been awesome, and Kyron Williams coming back a second straight game that he looks like a legit... RB1 that needs it's to awesome. not lead your fantasy He's getting goal
2: up. line work, he's getting passing game utilization. He's an easy set it and forget it. Top ten running back. He's been a top ten running back in six of eight games played so far this season. There's really no analysis needed for Kyron Williams other than you should be playing. You him. Play him. So I want to talk about the other running back in Los Angeles, mm. Austin Eckler. Mm-hmm. And Austin Eckler continues to really, really struggle. Uh, Mike and I had a bit of a conversation about him last week and I was like, God, he's been disappointing and you pointed out like, you know, the volume is still good and the workload is still pretty good for a guy that, you know, plays a position where you want that workload. He has back-to-back-to-back games with 9.7 or or fewer fantasy points. Austin Eckler, Mm -hmm. 14 carries for 18 yards yesterday. I know it's hard to see through that terrible offense. The Patriots defense, though, is pretty good, but still, 14 for 18 for Austin Eckler. For a guy that was being drafted in the top five in many drafts, the passing game utilization is completely Completely different than where it was last season. Under eight fantasy points per game as a receiver this year for Austin Eckler, the touchdowns are hard to come by. Mm-hmm. This is a guy who, when his team this offseason made a bet that he was not going to be this elite player, they did not want to pay him huge money in a contract year. Maybe they made the right bet on Austin Eckler. Mm.
1: I'm, I hear you. Uh, a lot of what you just laid out is totally fair. He's he's been in a slump here. The one th- I'll, I'll give him two. I'll give you two reasons for hope. One is before this three game slump. He was a top six scorer at running back three consecutive weeks. So we have a three game sample. It's not a lot. Uh, obviously, it's concerning. The other is they're playing Denver this week. Now, Denver's coming off a decent run defense week, but they have a lot of the most fantasy points of running backs this season. And even if you cross out that Miami game, it's not good. Like they've allowed a ton of big running yeah. back games. So I'm still going to rank him pretty high this week. I think there's a chance that he gets back on track in this game. This was, you know, I'll be lower you meal. Yeah. you me
0: I'll the top right. 10, you think? Or yeah. Not? Okay. All right. I'll the top some, 15, you think? You know, I think of it this way, and I get
2: it. The Mike mentioned how prior to the three-game slump, he had been very, very good for fantasy purposes. When I'm doing my rankings every week, I was thinking about this uh, on the drive into work, uh, is <laughs> that really what I'm ranking the players as is who has the greatest chance to reach 20 fantasy points this week at their respective position. 20 is sort of an arbitrary, like a pretty darn good fantasy day at every yeah. position, right? great at tight ends. I mean, you know, good for quarterbacks and really good for running backs from wide receivers. And it just feels like right now, Austin Eckler is not that dude that is going to provide you as much upside as guys. Like we just talked about in Kyron Williams and Tony Pollard trending up and Alvin Kamara and his running back, his passing game utilization and the two lions running backs, Rashad white, even with yeah. all the work he is getting, there just feels like there are better options. And I'm not talking about the CMCs of the world, that are right there in plain sight for us to be ahead of Austin Eckler. in my a little 14 ranks. And you
1: know, it's incredible. His snap participation, share of the carries, route the participation all up from last year, target share down a little bit, but the, uh, it's really the touchdowns just mm-hmm. haven't been there. He's had a couple duds, obviously. The six nothing game. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. I mean, it, no doubt it's down for sure. That game but... Set
2: back offense yesterday, by the way,
0: six to zero was just a <laughs> I, I was going to say the <laughs> take Dodgers take care of the Red Sox. six <laughs> so nothing so am um, a
2: Sunday getaway game. What yeah. is going on this Terrible. season? Well, that right.
0: was, that was one of the games where if you were watching Red Zone, you're like, did they even play that game? I swear they never even cut to no. it. You know they know, never,
1: uh, over the past decade, like, offense is just like touchdowns per game going up, 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 up and then like the last two years.
0: It was just yes. like straight back Lump, down. Lump, like Lump, Iowa Lump.
2: was like, oh my God, those guys are electric on offense. Yes. <laughs> all right, That was mean. Sorry. <laughs> that was mean. I do love Iowa. though. Oh man, <laughs>
0: How about where we're at right now though? You're going to have Austin Eckler ranked probably as low as you've had him all year. You're going to have yes. Cooper Cup outside the top 25. Yeah. This Weird is where we're at right now, fantasy. man. We I have some board potential with Eckler this week. We already. We will talk. Yep. All right. Back here on Fantasy Focus Field Jates. Mike Clay. My name is Daniel Dott making our way through our week 13 recap. And we are diving into the Texans. We unfortunately saved one of these injuries. We did uh, not talk about it off the top of the show. Tank Dell unfortunately got pinned under a pile and yeah. fractured his fibula. And on a part of a scoring play where he was just blocking Ended up going to go on IR, going to be season ending for Tank, which is so frustrating because this is a rookie that came on and has just absolutely blown the roof off the doors to use an old phrase from the show field i don't know what you say about tank dell other than like let's just give him some props on how great his rookie season has been third
2: round pick who played like anything but it the future is bright for houston right now i mean the present's bright right now as well they're seven and five can you believe that they are now tied with the cleveland browns when they made that trade up last year it was like wow they traded their own pick and not the browns pick Mm -hmm. they may end up having a better record hence an inferior pick that they have traded so a brilliant move by the Texans. All the way around, I mean, in their entire young core, it's C.J. Stroud, it's Tank Dell, it's Will Anderson, it's Derek Stingley, all of a sudden has four interceptions in his past three games. The present and the future is very bright, but we hate to see it for Tank Dell because yeah. he had come on like a freight train over the past month, and it all of a sudden means that the Houston Texans are going to be relying upon other wide receivers. And Nico Collins stepped up in a major way yesterday, 191 receiving yards. And a touchdown. And you would have thought that with Tank Dell out, well, somebody else could feast. No Dalton Schultz out uh, available as well. And instead, it was the Nico Collins by himself show, Mike. And people are wondering, well, was Noah Brown like eased back into action after a knee injury? 81% of the snaps, Mm -hmm. the exact same number of snaps as Nico Collins. Noah Brown was out there a bunch, but it was a Nico Collins show. But without Tank Dell, at least it introduces the possibility of somebody besides Collins having a fantasy relevant And we've role.
1: seen that all year long. I think this was kind of fluky in that regard. They just had a good matchup with Collins. They kept forcing him to football and it, and it worked great uh, yeah. for them. But um, yeah, I think going forward, Collins is going to be a fringe wide receiver one. He's kind of per- provided that value all season long and now he's the clear obvious number one in the perimeter in this offense um, and then I think Noah Brown's next up he's had a couple of huge games he's had yeah. at least four targets in every other game he's played this season so the two in this one kind of fluky he'll be uh, probably in the flex right going forward. Robert Wood just has no ceiling we've seen that all year and his Targets She's are for 20 so points. Yeah, who, who has yeah. a
2: better chance for 20 points yeah, no, Robert yeah, Woods or no Brown? N- Noah Brown. Noah Brown for sure. For sure. So
1: uh, uh, the one thing I will say though, is this week specifically, they're playing the New York jets, obviously a tough yes, uh, situation uh, on the perimeter against those guys. So a tough matchup for Collins, but uh, we're even with the downgrade, we're
0: going to start him. Yeah, absolutely. And CJ Stroud, unfortunately in this one, only 274 yards and a touchdown. Only. Six carries though. I'll tell you what field. You had talked about this. One of the things you wanted to see a little bit more from CJ Stroud was just him utilizing his legs. Six carries, only 11 yards, but the idea that you get any type of Russian involvement is I'd like to see Certainly him maybe helps. do that a little bit more.
2: Uh, he had 16.1 fantasy points, so not going to help your cause that much in the board bet against Pulse for against Patrick. Oh, wait, never mind. We'll talk about Mahomes this later. Week, and this he was week even more yeah. inferior than that. Yeah, not um, great. Only 16.
0: You know what's
1: interesting wins. about Stroud is only two top, uh, top five finishes this season of fantasy points. He's been in the 8 to 13 range six times, 16th or worse, four times. So he's just been like your prototypical fringe streamer, QB one, like a back end QB one. Uh, and so, so that's going to like, you have to consider the matchup with him a little bit. It's hard, it's, it's hard to bench. It's just hard to believe he only has two top fives. Like he's had that ceiling and they are playing the jets this week. So this is a tough spot for him coming off a game where he was, you know, he's currently QB 12 with six teams on a bye. My God, I can't believe this Patrick Mahomes thing. It's talk ridiculous, about it more bit, right? Yeah, it's we're ridiculous. About that. To we're not even there yet. CJ Stroud
0: coming into this game had had four straight games with over 300 passing yards. So he just needs to be able to get in the end zone as a part of it or utilize his legs because he's mm-hmm. getting a, a ton of yeah, volume sure. from that game. Takes on the Jets this week, so that's going to be a tough one. Uh, let's move ahead and talk about the Colts here. We had no Jonathan Taylor in this one.
1: I think uh, Field's already angry enough. Are we sure you want to talk Are about sure this? you sure you want to do this?
0: <laughs> yeah, Mike tried to bully me last week. I had him as RB12, and I was
2: like, you know, Mike, I'm just not totally convinced that Zach Moss is like this super-duper star player. And he was like, really? Well, how dare you, I've got him as RB6 because he's going to ball out. How'd and that turn out? Mike, you want to tell him? I, uh,
1: I have no regrets <laughs> on this one. No <laughs> regrets. why. here's my Here's the number. 94. 94% of the snaps. The if snap, I told yeah. you that last yeah. week, I'm from the future field. And yeah. the only thing I know is that Zach Moss will play 94% of the snaps in this right. game. You'd yeah. have been like, yeah, moving up to yeah. like, RB5,
0: field. RB5. hold RB6. on field. Yeah. If I told you I'm from the future and I said, snaps count for fantasy points, would you be really no. excited? Okay. About so it? what do you,
1: what do you chase then? I hate, I hate, uh, uh, I hate uh, when uh, you guys are uh, like uh, air yards <laughs> and like, and so, like that's how we predict what happens in the You're future. Right. That you know? is you true. you chase points. You're going to in fantasy football. 19 carries three targets. Yes. The production was not good. He, you know, he's played 75 plus percent of the snaps in the f- the first four games earlier this season at 20 plus fantasy points in three of the four. He had a game like this against the Rams Ray only at nine points. So I think it's fluky. I think, okay. it, I think it's fluky. He fair had a enough. game like this during that stretch earlier this season. Otherwise he's had huge games this season. I, I'm sticking with him. I, right. I still think he's a mid range RB one. I mean, the usage was, was, it. was terrific.
2: All right. Fair enough. Stand by your no, I, I, I admit, I, I mean, I had him as RB 12. So I was only six spots lower than Mike. My concerns were simply that while Zach Moss is a good player, I was not convinced he was totally an elite player, and the production yesterday was more reflective of a good player than an elite player, but the role is elite, and he will remain elite in terms of utilization next week with Jonathan Taylor, likely to be out. I picked up Trey Sermon as an insurance ad in a deep league just in case he had some sort of role. He played like three snaps. Yeah, he was
1: out-snapped by, and I'm totally spacing right now. He they activated from the practice squad. Yeah, the running back. Uh, Tyler Hudson, that's it. Tyler Goodson there was go. uh, second in line, so I suspect that'll be the case again this yep. week.
0: Uh, how about we? I don't really know what to say about this, but Michael Pittman had 16 targets yesterday. How good is Michael Pittman? Can been we just this have year? an
2: appreciation for Michael Pittman? Yeah, awesome. I was listening to uh, the Hoop Collective, the great w, uh, great NBA podcast. Brian Windhorst, Tim McMahon, Tim Bonteps, Wendy has a group of, gl- of guests that always come through, and he was talking about this recently and how like what we tend to do in stories is we either harp on the negative or we harp on the new. Michael Pittman has just been unbelievable all season. He now has the most catches by any Colt in franchise history through the, the player's first four seasons he obviously still has more time left in his current fourth season he has at least eight catches in five straight games the guy is an absolute volume machine right now found the end zone for the third time yesterday as well if this guy's not the definition of a top 10 wide receiver in fantasy football I don't know what he is
1: yeah he's been awesome I mean anytime someone's named Michael jr. you know you can trust him.
2: <laughs> so you know that's that, interesting that I didn't works? have that in my notes Did yeah you just?
1: that's that's analytics okay. that's
2: how that's yeah. is is. Is. Yeah. right there see here's the thing Daniel and I you know we get we get caught up when we give you flack on air yards yeah. And then meanwhile, you say we need to be worried about Michael jr. Yes. That kind of analysis.
1: No, you need to love people named Michael jr. And be nice to them. Okay. Oh, so that's, okay. oh, that's what it is. Yeah. He's, I been it. Un- <laughs> I
2: mean, he's been unbelievable though. And just like, no, by yeah, the way, so. like this is not fluky. This is not just like a guy getting force fed the ball. Like just a stone cold star is Michael Pittman jr. Mm-hmm. Top 10 wide receiver right now in fantasy lineup block every single week. Love watching him play. One of the most comforting feelings right now in fantasy football is having Michael Pittman jr.
0: In your lineup. No doubt. Michael Pittman Jr. has one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, eight games with at least 11 or more targets, it's Absurd, mm-hmm. which is crazy. I would not have guessed that coming into the season. If Never. you took a, if you used a draft pick on him, in spite of all the things that you had any reservations, it has worked out and you have been so unbelievably thrilled. Very with much this. so. Yeah. Yeah. I can't wait to see what this offense looks like. Honestly, once they get Anthony Richardson back under center and see how things look with this Colts team, there's a lot to be uh, looking forward it, to. maybe
1: less pass volume, but they're going, they're fast paced offense. Oh yeah. We've seen that. And, And uh, it's going to be perhaps more productive, more touchdowns. And also, we've seen this with or without Richardson huge target share for Pittman. So totally. I'm not really worried. He should be in a good spot. Shane be in a great Spiking, spot.
2: You earned everybody's respect. You have been outstanding as the Colts head coach this season. He has been such a fun coach to watch mm-hmm. in terms of how fast they are playing. As Mike pointed out, they've been aggressive in key spots, making the most of his best players. They've gotten work out of Alec Pierce. He was great yesterday was as good. well. Alec yeah. Pierce, an absolute dr- drop in the bucket throw by uh, Gardner Minshew in, in overtime to a uh, lead to that eventual Michael Pittman jr. Touchdown. Fun to watch this Colts team doing it, of course, with Jonathan Taylor in and out of lineup. No Anthony Richardson recently parting ways with Shaq, uh, Shaq uh, Leonard, and with an owner who's been like crazy at various times yes. throughout the season. It's like, been a pretty lot. impressive that they have ridden, rode, rode the wave. Ridden the wave. Whatever I did. They've, anyway. they've survived the wave. Yes. And now seven and five very yeah. much in
0: the AFC playoff. Yeah, if they had
1: one win, we'd be like, well, they lost Richardson. Like it's fine. Yeah. You know, they're rebuilding. Right, right, it's right. understandable. Yeah.
0: They lost their starting quarterback
1: and they're yeah. a contender. Impressive. I mean, they've done a nice job.
0: They've been crushing it. All right. Back here on fantasy focus field. Jates, Mike Clay. My name is Daniel dot making our way through our week 13 recap. And we have got the game of the week. 40 Niners and Eagles. You know, Mike. Gonna, you know,
2: this would be a good time for you to go get your earpiece fixed. Yeah, I was gonna say, you I'm going to say
0: I'm not outside? fixing it by the okay. way,
1: so I can't hear anything. Okay, I'm just yeah, hanging oh, out perfect. here. It's breaking you know, kind of like a stop
2: sign prior to our last uh, yeah. <laughs> segment. It's kinda,
1: uh, yeah. I just I just threw it away at you this point. Uh, so uh, yeah, it's broken kind of like the Eagles were yesterday. that was, wow, like a, that was rough. That was a hard one to watch. Um, there was a lot of a lot going on leading into this game since the uh, NFC Championship last year. A lot of Uh, we'll call it whining by the 49ers, but guess what? They backed it up for sure. What else can you say? I mean, you got to give them props. They crushed the Eagles. They dismantled them. There's, there's no, you could pick it apart and say this happened or that happened or this penalty. It doesn't matter. I mean, everything could have went the Eagles way. They still would have lost this game. So, hey, credit where credit's deserved, uh, where it's deserved. And I'm hoping there's a rematch in the playoffs and the Eagles, it goes the other direction, but uh, Niners, best team in the league.
2: Okay. Uh, Wow. Bold statement right there.
1: Well, you know, do you disagree? Who's better?
2: Well, I mean, the Eagles have a better record, so doesn't that mean they're a better team? No. No. Not, <laughs> nah, I don't think yeah. so. That's results-based I analysis. So. I'm uh, just kidding, Michael. In. I'm just kidding. You guys lost by 23 points yesterday. Yeah. Um, no, I would say the 49ers are the most complete team. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, they look great. Maybe the Packers with the way they're playing right Stop now. Stop it. Let's you know, talk like, about the 49ers here. <laughs> really yeah, quick. let's do it. Let's like, kind of go through this, because I'm not sure that last night introduced like a bunch of new dynamics to fantasy, Mm-mm. kind of just like taking stock of where we're at with these players,
0: right? Yeah, I will say I don't think this is new dynamic field, but I want to mention this because you said it on fantasy football now. Yeah. Last couple of weeks, we've been wondering if Brock Purdy has made the change from being a streamer to someone that you can trust on a top 10. Like you can start him here on fantasy football. Now you talked about it this week saying I think Purdy has sort of made the change. He's become a guy that you can trust if you need to start him this week. And he totally paid off twenty nine point four six fantasy points is this just a thing because it was the Eagles defense? Or do you think with the way that this 49ers offense is going, that Brock Purdy is just a potential top 10 quarterback the rest of the way? He's got 20 plus
2: fantasy points in three of the past four games. He's a really good player. And And I I know that there is like, people are going to always parse out how many yards of his passing yards are yards after the catch. Who cares? We don't, does it, we don't like find a way to delineate between yak and total yards in fantasy football. If he throws it two yards and Debo Samuel takes it, 52 yards for a touchdown, you still get the credit for that. So the opportunities for big plays are different for Brock Purdy than they are for any other quarterback in the NFL. He is a lock it in starting quarterback.
1: Yeah, by the way, you did say three of his last four years 20 plus and he's done that six times this season. The one exception over the past month. Against Seattle, so who they play this week. So uh, I'll probably rank them a little bit lower, but still in the top 10. I mean, I think you'd have a kind hard of a time benching game right when
2: they played Seattle, too, with the pick six mm-hmm. again, for, against him. Like, yeah, fair uh, enough. Just a weird game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not,
1: just not a lot of pass volume either. You see his pass attempts, 20, 27 in this game. Still at 314 and four touchdowns. Their efficiency offensively is unbelievable. Just it's Kyle unreal. Shanahan is something else.
0: Yeah. Christian McCaffrey did Christian McCaffrey stuff again, over 130 yards, totally yards, plus a touchdown. Plus he got the four, uh, excuse me, four targets, three receptions. So he just kept keeps being Christian McCaffrey. Really the conversation here was these wide receivers. Can we just talk about this here for a second? So
2: Daniel and I had the Debo versus Brandon Ayuk board bet at the beginning of the season, which yeah. is very, very, very close. Mike, you want to remind us how close? Yeah, it
1: is? so I, yeah, I looked this up last week because I was looking, I was looking at, or last night, I mean, um, I was looking through the leaderboard. I was like, well, they're right next to each other suddenly because yeah. look, you have you have, uh, Ayuk, yep, you have Debo, and it looked like Ayuk was going to run away with it. They're right next to each other now. It's sixteen point two for Ayuk, fifteen point five for Debo Samuel. So this is. Uh, Gonna come down to the wire, perhaps.
2: It it will come down to the wire. That, of course, includes a game in which Debo started
0: it and then left very early. So if you take that away, yeah, we just start taking games out. That's how you want to win. Right? right? Can I start taking away Brandon Ayuk games where he got hurt? He didn't get he hurt didn't this year. So. Yeah, that's sure. Right. That's if right. Oh, oh, heaven to. forbid I drafted a guy that didn't but here's get hurt. What's crazy I should get though. penalized. Oh, wow, yeah. he right. can project injuries now? Is that what we're saying? Wow. Right?
2: You guys are both defying it. Today, yeah, that's you. going on uh, Meanwhile, though, the incredible part about Debo's day yesterday was he did this 35.8 fantasy point outing. On seven total touches. Uh He had three rushes for 22 yards and a touchdown, four catches for 116 yards and two touchdowns. I mean, the reality is if you're choosing between Debo Samuel and Brandon, you've got a high society problem in your lineup. It's great to play both of them. Obviously, they're going to have some down days. Ayuk has been the steadier ship so far this season, mm-hmm. but Debo's upside is still about as great as there is for any wide receiver in all of fantasy. Totally yeah, with you. You,
1: would you believe that Debo has four or fewer targets in six of his last seven yeah, games? it's crazy. <laughs> but he's <laughs> but, getting carries and yeah. he's getting the big plays and this offense is scoring touchdowns at will. So uh, the yeah, Eagles
0: just didn't want to tackle him on that 48-yard touchdown. It's like he caught it and just ran in between everybody. It was no, a very was strange ugly. play. Yeah, yeah.
1: ugly, ugly defensive
0: effort. Mike's yeah. going to have an
2: interesting meeting with the boys this week in the locker Room, talking um, about I'll the bet. effort in general, about things going to be better. Well,
1: I'm Special teams is fine for Philly, I think. Right? <laughs> that's Michael Clay, uh, special that's teams true. coordinator. Uh,
0: George Kittle looked fine. I mean, this is part of how Whatever. it works when yeah. everyone uh, someone's going to go off. It, he still had a fine day, though. 10.8 fantasy points. And a tight yeah. end, 10.8 fantasy points. That's like You'll tight end that. three. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He,
1: yeah. he finished his top eight. Then that's top eight. Five of the last six games. There you He's go. Just getting the job there done. You go. Yeah.
0: When you look at these Eagles, Mike, obviously Jalen Hurts continues to be Jalen Hurts. Got in the end zone with a touch push. Only the sixth player this year to score a rushing touchdown against the San Francisco 49ers. Jalen Hurts like, was. He was wow. bad
2: yesterday, and he had 23 points. fantasy points. QB4, and I think that will probably be at worst QB5 by the end of the week. He's just yeah. absurd. He's really? absurd.
0: Yeah, not much have, to add. Same old well He did Jaylen.
2: leave the game briefly. He, he was evaluated for concussion, yeah, yeah. came back into the game. So um, as we know, there are times where players report symptoms after the fact. So we'll monitor whether anything of that nature pops up with Jalen Hurts. But uh, he did return to the game. That does tend to be a positive sign. Meanwhile, Devontae Smith is on a heater right now. He looks so Devontae good. Devontae Smith's last five games. Have been ridiculous. Let me get the exact numbers. I've dropped all my sheets. I think I'm going yeah, to. while you do that, five straight top 20
1: finishes, eight Thank plus you, targets, and three straight. Yep. uh He did average 6.8 per game with Dallas Goddard, who we suspect may return next week. So you yep. could see a little bit of a dip in volume with Smith moving forward. Also playing against the Cowboys, who, uh you know, they played in week nine. He had three for 51 in that game on only three targets that score a touchdown. Yep. So that's a minor concern, but. Uh, Go ahead. Take it from there.
2: Seven ninety nine in the touchdown, Three fifty one in the touchdown, six for 99, seven for one Oh six in the touchdown, nine for 96 in a touchdown over his past five games. That's how good, good is that guy? Yeah, He's awesome. Great. Yep. Yeah. And AJ Brown, by the way, had a quiet day with only 114 receiving. Yeah. What else to
1: do? That guy is on another level. Yeah, you know, he is. I kind of, I was thinking about this too. drive in, uh, the Titans, like it's like almost unfair to evaluate. Will Levis, like it's man. Imagine if he had AJ Brown to throw the ball to. I mean, I know yeah. he has DeAndre Hopkins, but give him more. You can't uh, hear this right
2: now. Of, uh, our producer Dave Presley is a great guy and a great Titans fan. Is so enraged right now. You yeah. can't hear because your earpiece just popped out. But he <laughs> is like you. That's why. That's why I broke it. What are you doing? <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> that's smart. Yeah,
0: Titans got to figure something out. I can't get, I can't I've, You already know I'm on that AJ Brown. Yeah, I know that's, you. that's, so that's, more, that's your thing. Yeah, that's a thing. But honestly, both of these wide receivers look fantastic. You're starting both of them. The only thing that didn't, I shouldn't say the only thing that didn't look good from a fantasy perspective, yeah. the only thing that didn't look good for the Eagles was the running backs. It was just awful. Could not run the ball at all. I think you had like 20 total rushing yards from all of your running backs combined.
1: Yeah, eight touches, 20 yards for DeAndre Swift. But he did have six targets. That's his most since Week Six. I yeah. was pointing oh, the right nice. direction, uh, in the in the right direction. Game script obviously played a bit into that. His prior two games, 15 touches and 84 plus yards. Really tough matchup against the Cowboys this week. Uh, only 74 yards when they played in Week Ten, but had 20 touches. I mean, Swift has fallen kind of out of that solid RB, like he kind of got in there, right? Where we ranking him as an RB1. I think he's more of a RB2 right now, mostly because of matchup. So um, it's going to be a grind for this offense the next couple of weeks before it lightens up down the stretch.
2: So just a reminder, Daniel, because you were gone this past week, uh, Stefania and Mike made a wager on this game. And yes, the wager did. was, if the Eagles win, Stefania had to buy Mike dinner. Yep. If the 49ers won, Mike had to buy Stefania dinner with one caveat. Ouch. If the game was separated by at least 20 points, they had to buy each one of them had to buy you and I dinner. Oh, I so love because that. It was oh, a wow, blog, that's nice. I missed that part. Big, I was in a s- bit of a haze
1: yesterday, so as, maybe I as missed As that. always,
2: people, Mike not reading the fine print, <laughs> uh-huh. not paying attention to the details. Part. Yeah, so uh, Mike and, uh, and Stefan, will be treating Dan and I to a Lovely steak
0: dinner restaurant of our choice. Are you sure you want
1: dinner for me or can I hire Tyler to handle this? You're just going to pay
2: for
0: it. You're not going to cook it. Also, because it's a Stefania dinner, you're going to need to bring your pocketbook. So I am ready for this one. (laughs)
1: Look, I like food and wine too. I'm in. Let's go.
0: (laughs) All right, let's keep things moving here with our week 13 recap. Talking about this Tampa Bay Buccaneers game. Mike Mm -hmm. Evans. Boy, 12 targets, seven carries, 162 receiving yards and a touchdown. Good enough for 29.2 fantasy points. Let's do it. That Let's was the it. biggest game that he has had all season long.
2: Okay. That might be the biggest game, but it's not like he hasn't been awesome this year. And again, kind of what yeah. we were talking about with Michael Pippen Jr. Sometimes you just need a moment to just appreciate and Mike Evans, the only player in NFL history with 10 straight 1,000 receiving yard seasons to begin his career. So good. He extended his own record yesterday. He's now one shy of the record, regardless of when it happened. That was Jerry Rice with 11 straight. And how about this? 12 games played. At least eight targets in nine of 12. At least one touchdown in nine of 12. At least six catches and 60 yards in seven of 12 games. At least 17 fantasy points in seven of 12 games. For a guy who went from Tom Brady to Baker Mayfield, you would not expect him to all of a sudden become Mr. Reliable when he was Mr. Volatile a season ago. That's exactly what has happened with Mike Evans. Yeah,
1: I think one of the, my big lessons, and we'll talk about this in the offseason, one of my big lessons or takeaways from this season is to not like, throw in the towel on superstars. You mm-hmm. know, like Again, we how, how many times do we have this conversation in the offseason like, should we be targeting Evans and Godwin like Are the same this way year's we were? DK yeah, and exactly. Lodge, we had that yeah. conversation. We still like. I mean, I have some Evans on my teams. Like we followed through with that with our our drafting to an extent, but we should have had him even higher. Like we just yep. We, yep. That he was coming off kind of a down year to some to to his standards and went from Brady and to, Brady to Mayfield. Yep. You know, the target shares up, the production's up. He just has it. This guy and and superstars just keep up their production longer than yep. than regular players. He's not a regular player, so uh, absolutely. Hats off to Mike Evans. He's been terrific.
0: Yeah, him and Michael Pittman. Michael Pittman's another guy. I know we talked about him earlier, but like in that same boat, the way I feel like we just sort of dismissed this year in draft season. Uh, it wasn't just Mike Evans. though. do you want to talk about Chris Godwin field who just unfortunately did not do a lot? How
2: about this? When was the last time that Chris Evans had double digit fantasy Chris points Godwin? in a game? Chris Godwin, excuse Chris Godwin. me. I don't I think Chris, Chris Evans, Evans, Evans has ever uh, had 20 <laughs> double digit fantasy Captain points America? in a game. Um, when was the last time that Chris Godwin had double digit fantasy points in a fantasy game? Uh, I don't know, I'll nine. say five weeks ago. October 26th. Over a month ago. Yikes. So yeah, about, yeah, about that's five not, weeks ago. That's yeah. not what you're Crazy for. for Chris Godwin, who is obviously a very, very talented player, but unlike DK and Tyra Lockett, both thriving last year with Geno Smith, it's almost like Mike Evans burst has come at the cost of Chris Godwin. Yeah. It's not as simple as that, but we haven't had both of them thrive.
1: Yeah, not to mention Rashad White has been, been heavily involved and productive, yeah. but also yeah. they seem to have found something perhaps in Trey, Trey Palmer, Palmer, who's, yeah. look who's kind of pushing them for for snaps and, and volume as well. The target share for him has been pretty solid as well.
0: Field, I want to ask you, when the Panthers signed Miles Sanders this offseason, right, it was supposed to work. Was yeah. there a caveat in there <laughs> that they could transfer that money to a different running back that maybe plays better for their team? Right, like on
2: Tuesday, when Miles Sanders gets a direct deposit, does he just go to like Chuba Hubbard and be like, how much you want my Venmo? Uh, so exactly, right yes. Is uh, it just split no. by sh- by <laughs> share of the snaps? that yeah, way. It think? should be. Uh, but Chuba Hubbard has back-to-back games with 20-plus fantasy points. Now, Here's what I think is important is that these two games have come in very different ways. Last Mm -hmm. week, it was five catches for 47 yards, which really helped him get to that 20 plus fantasy point threshold. Yesterday it was 25 carries for 104 yards, two touchdowns and zero targets. Zero. What I will say though, if you're looking for some reasons to believe that Chuba can remain a thing going forward is that, one of the biggest deterrents to the Panthers running backs earlier on in the season was that they're always playing from behind, and if they're not getting steady passing game utilization, can you really trust them? Mm-hmm. Their upcoming schedule? Not so difficult the rest of the way. At New Orleans, home to Atlanta, I have no idea what to make of either of those teams. They nope. play a lot of division games in their last five, including the Bucks once again in week 18 maybe Chuba can kind of hang around on that top 25 ish running back radar.
1: Yeah. And I think he will. I mean, this was his first ever game with two touchdowns and this is not an offense. Even if it's close, it's going to score a lot of touchdowns. And usually if they're going to score on average, like probably a little less than two, let's say they're going to score two touchdowns a game. One's probably gonna be a pass. Yeah. So there's just not I mean, there's just gonna be a, a high really? ceiling Actually, touchdown though, wise. What? Didn't I say that that
2: like yesterday was like uh, how many games has Bryce Young not thrown a touchdown pass this season? Oh. A lot. That's yeah. probably a lot. Yeah. Feels yeah. like it at least.
1: Fa- fair enough. I mean, but still, I mean if you're the odds say uh, generally it's you gonna should be, be above throwing your more than fifty percent of your touchdowns are going That's the case for well, like thirty out number, of thirty two teams. Yeah. You know, uh so nonetheless, there's gonna be some passing touchdowns, not a lot of touchdown upside. But the fact is, if he keeps handling two-thirds of the backfield volume, he's at least going to be a flex, maybe an RB, two. It's just hard to have a lot of optimism in a low-scoring, oh, totally. corrective low offense.
0: Yeah, there are no Packers. That's this for is sure. So. <laughs> oh, that's true. That's true. Let's talk about these Green Bay Packers, because yeah. we got a guy in Jordan Lovefield. I think he's trying to prove you and me wrong specifically. It feels personal at this oh, point. I've
2: already started to, like, I, I've already made amends like, on a couple of different occasions. And I think that, like, uh, I don't know why people think that when you have a take that it's sticky and it has to like forever, like stay exactly what it was. And um, like, I admit, like I thought that Jordan love at the beginning of the season was very shaky, yep. mm-hmm. by the way, he was. True. I think a lot of Packers fans feel that way as well. And Jordan love has proved me very, very wrong. He has been outstanding over the past three games. He has 20 plus fantasy points. in each of those last three games, he has eight touchdowns. He has zero interceptions he's completed about 68% of his passes over those past three games. And if you just watch the Packers, you say to yourself, this is not just like a developing offense. This is a legitimate offense with a ton of young talent, there are a few teams that have impressed me more from the start of the season to where they are right now than the Green Bay Packers. I take my hat off to Matt LaFleur, the entire offensive staff, Jordan Love, the patience of the front office and mm-hmm. this roster in general. Last night was a real deal win against a Chiefs team that Mike had told us had allowed just one 20 plus That's fantasy point mm-hmm. game to opposing quarterbacks this season. 23.68 for Jordan Love last night.
1: I like something you said there, which is that it was l- legit. I mean, this wasn't a fluke win. They they handled this oh, one yeah. throughout. This was a it legit win yeah. over the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, I will add this kind of interesting. Love started the game with three 20-plus point games. He has his last three 20-plus yeah. point games bookended by seven straight under 18 points. So it's Crazy. kind of interesting how he's uh, fluctuated in that department. But fourth among quarterbacks with 22 passing touchdowns. 10th at quarterback in rushing yards That's as well not weird. a huge number but still like it's enough, enough to, to, help to them add out. your floor yeah. a little bit so uh, playing the Giants this week it's a game they should be able to run the football uh, but he's definitely a fringe maybe a back-end QB one kind of in that conversation
2: by the way part of a Mumble, Monday Night Football doubleheader next week That's right. same time but two games on Monday Night Football as you have the Packers and the Giants plus the Titans and the Dolphins mm-hmm. and you know obviously we have to use the numbers and obviously we have to use the trends positively negatively but just again when When you watch Jordan loves three straight games with 20 plus fantasy points. And you ask me is the formula that he's been leaning on over the past three weeks replicable going forward. The answer is yes. At the beginning of the season, when six of his first 29 completions went for touchdown passes, I was telling you that is not sustainable Mm -hmm. and believe it or not, It is not sustainable. He has been throwing the ball a whole lot more over the past three weeks and not turning them into 20% of his passes go into touchdown passes, but he's been a whole lot better as a player. So uh, I I know that this is not the world that we live in anymore. We live in a world where uh, every weekend is, you know, sort of like the definitive stance on a player or a team, but the Packers have reminded us it's a long season Football is probably the sport where you practice the least, especially because of how the CBA now structures the NFL offseason. Sometimes it takes time for guys to get better, especially when you have the youngest team in the NFL. His wide receiver core right now is led by a veteran in Christian Watson, who's played like 19 career games. In yeah. Second year. He's the elder statesman I in this
0: room. They said that with A.J. Dillon. Like A.J. Dillon being 25.9 years yeah. old is yeah. like the old guy right now on this offense. Dude, which look is at their off- name one old guy on their offense right now. Not including the offensive line. because The, oh, offensive, side line, of the line. offensive
2: line like is young too. Yeah. Really? Yeah, with David Bakhtiari now out for the rest of the season, I think Elton Jenkins might be the, the most oldest. experienced player on the entire it, team. It was funny;
1: AJ Dillon offense. had a had a quote about how like he hears the younger he thinks he's young, and then he hears the <laughs> younger players talking, and he's like, "Oh, I feel old now." Do you think they're saying like yeeted? Yes, he did not say like yes. Oh, that guy got yes. yeeted, and he's like, "Oh, I'm so old." Dylan <laughs> so got old. yeeted again, uh, but um, also
2: not to, not to be overlooked in this ascension of Jordan Love is that Christian Watson never looks in like doubt, himself.
1: never doubted you, Christian. Uh, um,
2: he was not shadow last night.
1: He was not. Romeo yeah. Dobbs drew the in yeah. shadow. It Must have been just Which a matchup that last time. You wondering whether that was like
2: a long linear wide receiver? They wouldn't do it to. They did not, and Watson balled out two touchdowns last mm-hmm. night. He did leave the game late with a hamstring yeah, injury. Game. Yeah. I uh, saw him. But we have no idea on that one, but obviously with the extra day, you're hoping that helps. But Christian Watson has returned to form. So if you kind of found your way through the first 10 weeks of the season, he's now has back to back to back games with a touchdown, including two last night. Let yeah. me ask you this
0: question in week 14. Are you starting Christian Watson or Cooper Cub at the wide receiver? Christian position? Watson,
2: Who has a better chance for 20 fantasy points? Assuming he plays as Christian Watson.
1: Yeah, I I think it's close.
2: You're supposed to be I th- the president of the fan club.
1: I, I am, but I mean it was uh he's, was be, a,
0: he's, he's hedging here. A yeah, I, bit.
1: I guess I'm I guess I'm like still in this kind of mode of like he's hurt, you know. So I'm just I like see, uh, yeah. now i kind of thinking about so this um, he yeah. plays. That's who I am. Yeah, I I think it's a close call. I I think it's a close call. I don't know. I know. I I know. I can't
2: wait to be the first person to have a board bet against Mike clay in which Mike is using the opposite of (laughs) (laughs) this inside. I'm hedging
1: (laughs) on my preseason call. I I assume Mm -hmm. Watson's I don't even know what it was, but I know I had Watson in something. I wish uh, it just started right now or or two weeks ago. It's funny. Love. uh, Love's gotten rolling lately when that has coincided with Watson uh, getting 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 heated up. certainly uh, helps.
2: Last thing in this game was we have to talk about Patrick Mahomes again, guys. Yeah. We just have to. Every week. And, you know, um, I just like, I don't know. I was thinking about this on the ride in this morning, as always. Fantasy disappointments this year. Where does he rank? Almost uh, at the top of the he's
1: list. Uh, yeah, he's near the top. He's top five. Um, yeah. I have a hard time, like, going quarterback in that generally. I hear and, you. Yeah, but totally um, get it. He, he's Wait. definitely in that conversation. Yeah, for
0: because uh, yeah, we don't always, draft
1: them in the first round, usually the second round. You know, it's like, usually fantasy disappointments are going to be, like, led by first round picks. So, um, but, I,
0: I think about that a little differently than you, because I realize that we don't do it, but I still think a lot of the industry does it, and because of that, I think there's a part of me that, like, well, when I see ADP, says that he is a... I think a lot of the people that play fantasy
2: football do it. His ADP ex- was, like, 15 on ESPN, exactly. so he's yes. going in the middle That's of the first round, in, ten, in the second round of a 10-team league, so... It's not a Mahomes thing, right? He's not become, like, he's not no longer the best player on the planet, okay? The guy's unbelievable. But this offense is just wretched right now, and they have no consistent playmakers other than Travis Kelsey and a running back and Isaiah Pacheco. There's nobody in the receiving core that you can totally implicitly trust. Rasheed Rice was good again last night, yeah. eight catches on nine targets, but still, like, I'm sitting there and I'm like, dang, like, Sky Moore, not a whole lot there. Marquez Valdez, Scanley, not a mm-hmm. whole lot there. Kadarius, Tony. Justin Watson leading in snaps. Watson, right? Yeah. Like, it's just this team, this Chiefs team is, a, is is a defensive team. And all of a sudden last night, the defense had no answer for the youngest offense in the NFL.
1: By the way, the uh, Chiefs were like, well, we don't like what's going on with MVS, just kind of like the all cardio team. So yeah. they were like, you know, what, we need two MVS is. <laughs> so now Justin Watson leans the team and snaps and had zero targets I in know, this game. Crazy. Not to mention Sky Moore who barely touches it, but Rishi writes to it. Two straight games with huge target shares.
2: That part's good. Yes. Yeah, he
1: he needs to be in lineups. Uh, no doubt about it. But just um,
2: 210 yards and a touchdown. Like God, like,
1: yeah, I do want to put some numbers on that because two weekly finishes better than QB seven His last five fantasy finishes for Mahomes: 31st, 11th, 14th, 8th and 14th. He's had more than two passing touchdowns twice this entire season oh, against the gosh. Bears and the Chargers. Uh, the one thing I will say though, is overall, and part of this is, uh, the running game, which has been ex- successful, their offensive EPA has been really good the last two weeks. So maybe there is some hope in, in the, the fact that the offense is working, but it has not been working from a fantasy perspective Dude, they for scored 19 Bowles.
2: points last night. It's, I'm throwing out. I'm throwing out EPA on that one. Oh, I'm, I'm 19 using points.
1: I, I'm with you. I'm just saying I'm using metrics to project forward, right? Is there some hope here? I just laid out all the bad stuff. I'm saying maybe there's, yeah. there's a little bit of a silver lining Fair enough. So, I mean, it's
2: still Patrick Mahomes. But I get it. And they start the Bills him. next yeah. week, a defense that was not what it was, but it's you, not. you think the Bills are scared of the Chiefs defense, uh, the, Chiefs, the Chiefs offense right now?
0: No. no.
1: I mean, they're an average offense. For the most part. That's what they've been this year. Uh,
0: The hard part is knowing that you've got this superstar at the quarterback position. And I feel like when I watch him throw the ball to like MBS, it's like, why are you even throwing the ball to him? You guys are so not on the same page. It feels like you don't practice with each other. It looks like everything is off here. Everything that used to be a like Mahomes is able to elevate those guys around him. This year is just so frustrating
2: really really tiny quick tangent Mike and I have we talked about actually all together about how like you know this and often the only comparison to Tom Brady is Patrick Mahomes with the Chiefs Tom Brady with the Patriots and it's like go through a 20-year run with the Patriots and it never happened what's happening right now Mm -hmm. like again I'm not saying that like that's the only thing that matters here what matters is that Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs need to be better for fantasy football purposes but it was just like such a given for 20 years that you just had this elite maybe more like the last 15, 16 years of it, like an elite fantasy production. Even the year that Brady, his final year in England, they're terrible. They average 27 points per game. And I say terrible with like air quotes, it really. Quotes, so anyways, yeah. it's just there's a standard that you expect out of the Chiefs offense simply by having Patrick Mahomes. And we are nowhere near that standard right now. Yeah,
1: we- I'd be a little more concerned, too, if offense across the league wasn't down like the league has changed in the last couple of years. It's the offense if play just isn't as good. Even great offenses aren't scoring at that level. Like no one's near like four touchdowns a game. It's just not happening.
0: Uh, <laughs> man, Defenses are up off yeah. the Lions and the Eagles are around four touchdowns a game. Yeah, they They're probably they are. There or half. Yeah. Yeah, they're half around somewhere around they're there. By the way, what was the number on, uh, on Travis Kelsey's for red zone catches yesterday? Six, six. Yeah. I think I was Five the only one front. to say no. You said no. What, what did he you have in that? Four. Four, 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 for, What's yeah. four, four, four. What's going yeah. on with that? Like, I, yeah, this is one of those things. Like, that's crazy that, that if, if you don't have someone else in this offense, it feels like Patrick Mahomes should target Travis Kelsey 17 times. And this
2: again, this is one of those. You got to be careful. I don't want this sound like blasphemy. Oh, it's not to the Cooper cup level. But the physical dominance from Travis Kelsey... Is not the same. When you watch it, does not feel the same. Yeah, no, fair? that's
0: fair. That's super like, fair. He might
2: be mm-hmm. 10% inferior to where he was last year, and that 10% could help account for
0: some of the dip in
2: production.
1: Biggest concern? Taylor was in the house. Yeah. Oh yeah. had a down game. Wow. And it was a down that game. That was supposed to be. Yeah, wow. that's true. That was supposed that's to be true. the signal you'd have a big game. Didn't happen.
0: Hey, let's talk about something positive here really quickly. I was not on the show last week, but Mike Clay, you gave us a parlay for Fantasy Focus. Yeah. That freaking
1: crushed yeah, it. Yeah, this is right out of the, Tell me the about playbook. This. Uh, the playbook had a good week. We're 10-2 and two so far. The losses in the playbook were Gardner Minshew. Uh, over, I uh, had under one and a half passing touchdowns. So he got a late in the overtime. Yeah, in so overtime. That, one, that one burned you. And then, of course, the other one naturally was Christian Watson of course, right, under of catches, course. and he crushed that one. So <laughs> the only two we got wrong. Uh, but our parlay last week: Najee Harris over twelve and a half rushing attempts. He blew that. But he was almost there before the lightning delays. Yep. Uh, Curtis Samuel over three and a half catches. Uh, that was an easy one as well. Christian McCaffrey was the sweat. He had 17 carries. I had under 17 and a half, so we just got that one, uh, but it worked out nicely for us. Yeah,
0: good looking parlay. There, there we go. Mike. I'm one for one
1: on the parlays. Let's go. We'll do Love it again. This
0: that week. absolutely. So we'll uh, keep doing that every single week. That'll be a really fun thing for us to be able to do. Make sure you download the ESPN Bet app. You must be 21 or older. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. Also, you can check out Props That Pop. I've gone 6-0 over the last two weeks on Props That Pop. Let's go. So this dab has been a really good rolling. You should yeah. dab on them, actually. It's been really... Yeah. Ooh, that's not bad, Field Jates. But
1: I don't know how to do that kind of stuff. I am going to leave that to professionals. Mike, Mike's too busy yeeting to worry about dabbing. <laughs> no, I'm too, ba- too, busy,
0: too busy getting yeeted. That's, yeah, that's what <laughs> that's it is. That's what happens. <laughs> All right, back here on Fantasy Focus. We're going to close this one out. Field Jates, Mike Clay, my name is Daniel Dopp. we got a Monday Night Football Preview. Yep. Bengals and Jags Field when you're looking at this one. At the Bengal side of the football, yep. what are you looking at? I am looking at
2: whether they can be a functional offense tonight.
0: Yeah, well, because Jake they Browning were not very, center, very close recall? to it
2: this past weekend. This Jaguars defense may be a little bit better than you might realize. Can Jake Browning complete more than fifty percent of his passes to Jamar Chase without them being tipped? Oof. That would be the bar that I am
0: looking to clear tonight. We're gonna get T. Higgins in this one, though.
2: Correct. We are, yeah. So, yeah, we'll just see. Like a Jake Browning as a player that the Bengals have backed as the clear cut backup to Joe Burrow. Their faith in him will either be rewarded or will be um, perhaps criticized after tonight's game. So, yeah. I am trying to see whether they have any sort of a passing offense because their rushing attack is basically non-existent right now.
1: Yeah, I mean, if, look, if Browning attempts 35 passes in this game, a fair number. Uh, I want 25 to T and Chase. That's what I want. That's like if, if you're going to lose games or they're going to struggle here without Burrow, fine. Just we want fantasy points. Yep. Throw yep. them to Agreed. our guys. Yep.
0: Yep. yep. And then on the other side of the ball for the Jaguars, my question is I mean, you're starting most everybody that you've got. You're starting Travis Etienne, you're starting uh, Evan Ingram, and you're yep. starting both the wide receivers. It's just, what is Calvin Ridley and Christian Kirk going to look like? We've had some back and forth weeks from Calvin Ridley. Zay uh, Jones is playing? And Zay Jones is going to be okay, there. I don't good. love when Zay Jones is playing for Calvin Ridley's sake.
1: No, you do. No, we do for love. Calvin Ridley. We don't for Kirk. Yes. Yeah. Sorry. Yes. <laughs> yes said yeah.
0: that backwards. Yeah. So Calvin
2: Ridley will probably have 35 fantasy points tonight. Okay. No, I don't have a good reason for why it happens to be that that... Is a deciding metric in Calvin Ridley's upside, but uh, yeah, no, Jack, so far. Yeah, yeah, that's how it's been. Um, here's what I'm looking for tonight: Evan Ingram. You yep. and I talking right this now. That's what I was going to say. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> end zone, baby. Let's find it. Let's find the end zone tonight because I don't want you to become the 2023 version of Deontay Johnson. You are pacing for 100 catches this year and zero touchdowns. Let's change that pace. To like 1.5 touchdowns. Because if you get one tonight. We'll be on pace for 1.5 for this entire season. I want that for you. More than you realize that I want it for you. That's Mm. all I'm asking for in life is one. Evan Ingram touchdown. What? Yeah,
1: speak, speaking of which, how about Deontay he scored again yesterday? Yeah, I mean, he's a touchdown two. machine. That is yeah, it. Yeah. Two touchdowns. Is but exactly. It's a good reminder.
2: Once you break the dam, you could become a touchdown machine.
1: That's exactly right. Yeah, we've we've seen that over and over. I remember uh, like Melvin Gordon as a rookie. I think he had 198 touches and no and touchdowns. Zero touchdowns and they like me? eight the next year.
2: I think it was like 12 the next year. Yeah, and that's oh, like wow. a
1: weird trend. If you, as a rookie, or actually, I think it's anyone. Like if over the last decade, if you have like two or fewer touchdowns on. 170 plus touches. I always write about this every year in the touchdown regression piece. Like the average touchdown total for those players the next yes. year, if they get same volume, it's like eight per game. It's unreal. So like who they is just our 2023
2: version? Like, Who's had like terrible touchdown luck?
1: I mean, Ingram's uh, uh, poster him. boy right yeah, now. Yeah. Uh, I I don't know. I have to think about that one. I don't I, I don't know off the top of my head. That okay. would be a good question. I think, yeah, about that. I'll think about that. Patriots yeah, about that offense in general. They just yeah, it's 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 my, yeah. Might be something like touchdowns. that. I have, I have to think about that one. If you take the
2: Patriots and the Jets offense and smash them with the Panthers offense. How many points a game would they score? The, the Panthers. You get all and, three of those
1: offenses together. Who is it? A Panthers. Patriots, Patriots and Jets. Yeah. Oh, my God. Well, who's the quarterback there? Bryce Young? I don't know. Probably. Two per game. Two per game. Which is a big upgrade. Yeah. yeah for, some, say. for some of those offenses. Jets don't will be undefeated.
0: They could score two touchdowns a oh game. Oh, my gosh. Stop it. Close. I mean, mm-hmm. it, seriously. All right. Let's pick this game really quickly. You got Bengals and the Jaguars field. Which way are you going? Jaguars.
1: Yeah, I'll take the eight point favorites here, Jags.
0: Eight point favorites? Yeah. yeah I mean, they got. When you don't have. When you got Jake Brown in their center, it's not something that you Yeah, Jacksonville has, cool what,
1: three losses? I mean, they're, they, yeah, might, they're they might get the one seed in the they AFC. They can. They very That's much can. That's crazy. Yeah.
0: That is crazy. They hey, got that slow start, too. I'm going to take the uh, Jaguars as well in this one. Really quickly, Christian Watson will be a top 24 wide receiver or better, minimum of eight games played. That is what you were hoping for, my Wow. Play.
1: And there, I don't know where he is right now. I probably have it here, but he. Uh, let's see. He is. 40th on points per game. So he'd have to be like red hot down the street. You never to jump know. Up there. Yeah. It is possible. You never He's 40th know. in two huge games, four touchdowns in three games. Yeah. He has, he has to do what he did late last year. Let, that's exactly yeah, what, that's what he what needs I need, to do. Yeah, what it's possible.
0: Another huge ending of this season so that you can have a bunch of touchdowns. Hey guys, thanks for having me back. Great to be back, Daniel. It's been great fun. to have you. are welcome. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you're welcome. All right. Thank you. Thank you,
2: Mike. Like that reminds I, me of my daughter. When uh, when someone else when she sneezes, she goes, bless you to herself. <laughs> she's awesome. not
0: even two, so she hasn't now. Oh, no but no big like, deal. Chew. Bless you. Bless you. <laughs> that's so Just want to make sure that we're covered there. Yeah. yeah. Hey, thank you so much for hanging out with us. Go check out Monday Night Football. We got a really fun game tonight. Also, there's a uh, Manning cast tonight. It'll be a ton of fun. Ben and Eli hanging. Right. We'll be back tomorrow talking thir- Tuesday. Week 14 Whatever. is ahead of us. Waiver Wires. See you guys. Who's that? Who's that Who's that's what? It's no secret, not a mystery The one that we depend on for all our podcast needs Graduate, full sail, you Alliance fan through and through With the hippest spirit. I'm telling you